1: are you serious thank you for killing some time with us this is how to kill an hour my name is marcus bronzy and today i just want to get straight into it we're joined by a friend of the show he's also a mate in real life as well what's going on richie driss easy how are we i'm good thank you very much so the date that we're recording this today is the 10th of november 2020 how's lockdown treating you lockdown 2.0 that people are talking about it like it's like new and improved
0: I know, right? a uh, new and improved lockdown. Do you know what? Compared to the first one, let me start by saying that in all of the lockdowns, I, I can't complain because I've still been in work and I've still been able to l- live a little bit. I, I've been working, so that's what counts for me. I haven't lost my job or anything like that. I haven't had to go on furlough, thankfully. So I, in the grand scheme of things, I'm blessed. Absolutely fine. However, and lockdown 2.0 is, is the same in that I'm still working. The first lockdown, I had to work all... Th- Everything from home, it wasn't very, very, very nice, but this, at least I'm still out and about, still able to do little bits and bobs here and there.
1: Yeah, man, you've been doing bits, like, we like to start of the show asking how people have been killing time recently, and you went to Wales and looked like you had the time of your life. Can you tell us about, Are you, you're you allowed to tell us about that now, aren't you, because that's gone out. Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah, I went
0: to I went to Zip World on a shoot um, and did quarry carting, and it's, it was one of the most fun shoots I've had, and... What made it better was it was a head to head challenge, and spoiler alert, I won. Uh, that's what made it. That was the icing on top of the cake. I'm sorry, uh, a ref Africa out right here,
1: bruv. You've got to do your job.
0: Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, he's
1: sorry. become that guy now. His phone- Richie's phone's ringing. It's all right. Where's it? A producer. Okay,
0: I apologize. I apologize. But if you, by the way, if you get the uh, television show that my ringtone is from that just then, um, gold star for you.
1: I didn't hear it. I'm going to guess match of the day. No oh, I don't know Didn't hear anything That was just a random guess What was it? It was Bojack Horseman Is it Bojack? Okay cool yeah. Are you allowed to watch that When you're on Blue Peter? Uh, listen I
0: <laughs> Am I allowed to know So what they do Is some, there's someone In the corner of my <laughs> flat Just staring at me And making yeah. sure That every single piece Of content I take in Is is like a Blue Peter Audience piece of content as So well. your
1: Netflix Is set to children's So you're watching All of the cartoons bro yeah, exactly Cool Exactly that Anyway Zip world let oh, yeah. Zip,
0: yeah. Zip, Zip world was amazing. Uh, we did the quarry carting, which apparently opened the summer before last, um so yeah, eighteen months ago, uh, and it's basically the idea of it is you sit on like a, a a glorified tricycle, but bigger without the pedals, without a roll cage or anything like that, and you use gravity to, to take you down this track which is built into the quarry. Um, and the idea is to carry as much speed as humanly possible because, as I say, you don't have any pedals. Um, and yeah, and that's to try and get to the end of it as quick as you can.
1: Is it? Is it dangerous?
0: We we were getting up to between thirty and forty miles an hour. Um, potentially dangerous, but just all the fun. So so much fun. I actually thought that there'd be like a roll cage at least on it, and it's not. Yeah. There's not. So
1: thirty miles an hour is fast, bruv.
0: It is, especially when you're on a tricycle and uh, and also some of, the, some of the corners, like you've got some hairpins and some, and some chicanes. But if you get those wrong, yeah, there's a little sort of bank of um, rock. If you go over that, it's going to hurt, to say the very, very least. Maybe even worse than that. Yeah, they said they had some broken bones. It's so much fun, honestly, genuinely.
1: So there were involved. broken bones, p- potentially, but you didn't break any bones. You had so much fun. Cool.
0: I'm all good, and I won, and that's what counts.
1: Nice. Did you get up to anything else on there? Because they've got a few activities there, which will be good to kind of look at doing once this lockdown is, whatever, over in 2020. Yeah, if
0: it's over. Uh, yeah, they do- I didn't do anything there myself, anything else. Uh, we were only there for that one event, but they have got... Uh, now I need to get this right. but I'm- They've got either the longest zip line in Europe and the fastest zip line in the world, or just swap those two things over the fastest zip line in the world and the longest one in Europe. One of those two things. Basically they've got a really kick ass zip line. Mm. As well. Alright. Uh, cool. As well as some like underground trampolining thing that I can't really describe to you, but it looked amazing.
1: Underground trampolining. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'll do the zip wire though. Um that sounds cool. Might have to kill some time with that in the future. Um so yeah, what else yeah. you been up to, bro? In case you don't know, by the way, Richie Driss is a blue pretty presenter, which is why he is going to be immaculately sensible on this podcast and clean for the duration of his time on the children's BBC channel.
0: <laughs> you won't hear me swear, not not, not right now, anyway. Um yeah. I've been doing all the gaming like this year. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a big gamer anyway. Um, but this year in lockdown, lockdowns. Um, I've been gaming differently, um, obviously because I've been able to work as much as I would have done before. Um, but when I say gaming, I have turned into a bit of a completionist. You okay. know, I finished Red Dead Redemption Two, but then I was wandering around without spoiling it. I was wandering around as the character, that he players, at the end, uh, just trying to find anything that was extra to do, and then looking up online if there was anything I could do. Um, yeah, been going. So you he tried
1: to hundred percent the game. It.
0: No, I have done that. i am gone that far. Not yet, anyway. But there's just too many games as well to play up. Warzone has been taking up so much of my time, so, so much of it, because I've been playing that with mates during lockdown. Um, I've got, like, literally on my list, I'm going back through Red Dead Redemption 2 now. Uh, I've got all of the Arkham games to play, Batman Arkham games. Um, Then I've got Red Dead Redemption 1 to replay, then I, I literally just messaged, been speaking to a mate earlier about going back through every single Halo game, but cooperatively. Then Cyberpunk 2077. Then, I mean, I haven't, talk- I haven't even talked about the PS5 and the uh, Xbox series x and s being out inevitably and not inevitably very very soon so yeah
1: well they'll be out now by the time the pod's out they'll be the xbox will be out now the playstation potentially will be out by the time this podcast out as well but yeah man it feels like we're not lacking in games are we because i feel exactly the same way bruv there's so much out there that we could still play there's loads out there that are still available on the current gen, should we say, and then next gen, which is just dropping. There's obviously a plethora of games as well. What are you leaning towards at the moment? Do you Are you an Xbox man or are you a PlayStation man?
0: I've had every single PlayStation, with the exception of the PS3. Um, right. And that time I went with the Xbox 360. Um, I will be going PS5 first. I'll be getting the Xbox a little bit later on, but I'll be getting PS5 first.
1: You know, the Xbox has kind of got the affordable version. Yes, as well. So you can kind of get all the next gen stuff without having to buy a big old expensive console. So they've kind of done you all right there.
0: Uh, do you know what though? I've I've gone back and I've played on the very first Xbox One that came out. You remember that huge, huge thing? The brick. The I brick like went back that. and I played yeah. on that because uh, I'm lucky enough to have the um, Xbox One X. Going back and playing on that old, not old school console, but going back on, what feels like playing on an amstrad compared to this i i now i just have to have sort of the best of the best i need to save the pennies a little bit longer yeah man
1: i'm telling you richie this 4k 60 frames or 120 frames that they're talking about is no joke like the spider-man game that i've been preaching about on this podcast is amazing once you flick it in once you get those 60 frames a second they've got two modes in the game i think it's performance or luxury i don't know or whatever looks good and performance mode means that you kind of get uh the game performing at a lower whatever rate. and then the, you got pretty mode which means that the game is is rolling and it's beautiful bro i'm all about
0: pretty mode to be honest I, I unless i'm gaming competitively i'm always about having it look as good yeah. as possible like i'd rather play the last of us 2 for example looking as good as it looks on my ps4 pro and on my 4K HDR TV than try and bring down the visuals in any way for a smoother frame
1: rate. 100%, 100%. But luckily this next gen is, is looking like it's delivering some smooth games. And not only that, like you're getting a lot of titles that you could access on your PS4 on the PS5. Xbox has got plenty of games out as well. Game pass. I mean, they want us to play, the current games on the new consoles as well. But you mentioned The Last of Us, Richie. How you how you finding The Last of Us?
0: Listen, I (laughs) I I would say that The Last of Us remastered is the best game that I played on the PS4. Okay. And that is a PS3 game. Right. The Last of Us Part Two, when it comes to just gameplay. Is the best game I've ever played. It's in. It's it's definitely up there. It's top top three probably in terms of graphics, in terms of control system, in terms of uh, animated uh, artificial intelligence, everything in terms of gameplay is a ten out of ten. Now the storyline. <laughs> and let me start by saying. Let me start by saying this is purely a. Like, purely, it's, it's, it's art, it's subjective. So this is a purely subjective thing I'm saying. And for me, I loved the character of Joel so much. Am I allowed to go
1: into spoiler territory here? Yeah, man, it's old enough. Spoil it, spoil it.
0: I I love the character of Joel so, so much that the storyline, as much as I loved it, it just wasn't for me personally and now don't get it twisted if this was any other game like any other franchise if it was i don't know grand theft auto part whatever i would love it i would love it so much it's only because like take that same storyline and put it into a different franchise i'd love it it's only because like naughty dog they really they had their work out for them because the first last of us game is the best is the best story driven game i've ever played right and i I like. I mark out. I love like the Doom games, Half Life games, Max Payne games as well. Max Payne one, two, and three for me that's were it. previously the best story-driven games. But Last of Us Part One is just exceptional on every single level, and I love the character of Joel so much. I'm not saying I love him because he's a good person. He's not. He's an awful. He's an awful person. But that's what makes me love him so much. For him to have been killed off so quickly. <laughs> I don't care about how he was killed off either, because that just adds to the just how dark and twisted that world is. That, no, I don't have any sort of problem with that.
1: Okay, cool. Been, do you know
0: what I mean? For it to have been so quickly, it, it broke my heart. I have never, ever felt as upset about any event in any game, any plot point in any game ever than that right there. I managed to avoid the spoilers. And do you know what? Even... I I watched some videos just in the lead up to this, and I've just been having a spin on it as well. It just made me feel sad playing it. But Naughty Dog accomplished everything that they set out to do. They pissed off a lot of people. Everyone was (laughs) fuming. But that's what they wanted, so that it gave you that motivation to play the game through and to get your revenge on Abby. Now, my problems with the story is um, I understand what they were doing with Abby. I just think that now it's been a while since i played it so you might have to correct me on this Marcus but I just think that Abby's storyline when she came across the scars she was so quick to side with them and dick over the uh, the WLP was it?
1: Uh, the Wolf the Wolf what was it called? The Wolf uh, WLP yeah, yeah I know what you mean yeah 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 she was
0: so quick to turn her back them by like yeah yeah okay they saved her life fine and then she called it even by guiding them to like that, that campsite and then sort of leaving them there or yeah. going to have the woman's arm amputated the sister's arm yeah. amputated she did that she called it even but then it just went on and on and on and on and i was like how can you be so quick to put yourself and all of your mm-hmm. colleagues friends and the whole alliance that you are a part of in danger over them saving your life once now nah, i'm not having it
1: you having it. i i feel like did you have you did you complete the game or did you have did you put it down oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You completed yeah. it. Okay, okay cool i, I, I feel like the you were okay all right i
0: completed the game and as an experience it's unparalleled
1: all right i respect uh, you for at least grinding through it after that because losing joel was enough for me to have to take a little break like only a couple of hours but i just had to stop the game and be like nah you you, you took away Joel you, Not only that You took away a man who, who, Who'd who gone through So much and survived And he went out Like a chump He went out Like a chump So I understand You were carrying Feelings about that But you really sound You really sound Like you hate Abby You didn't get around To the point in the game Where you're supposed To kind of start To fall in love With Abby And kind of What she's about You just don't You don't find it Realistic what she did
0: I understand Everything that Naughty Dog Was trying to do I understand it I just it didn't convince me. I think like Abby was so concerned with saving these two scars. They saved her life once. Yeah. She then saved their life once. Cool. Fine. Fair enough. But then she started on this war path of killing her own. Yeah. That was so a good plan, like,
1: it?
0: How can you be so quick to turn your back on your own people like that? For these people that, yeah, they saved your life, but you know, you made it, you made things even with that. And it, it, with, with with those two characters, um, Lev and Lev's sister, whose name I've forgotten, it just kept, like, there was just more and more and more. And it was as if Naughty Dog were trying to... It, it, with, those, with Abby's storyline, it got a little bit close to the melodramatic for me. And I was a bit like, okay, yeah, I get this world is horrendous, but this is a little bit too much. Like when Lev killed her own mum.
1: Yeah, but that, that needed to happen, though, bro. That needed to happen. It did. It needed it was to happen. Just, it was
0: a lot, a lot, a lot. And, and I've never ever thought I would say this because I'm, I'm quite cynical when it comes to like making cash cows out of series and franchises and all that kind of thing. I never thought I'd say this, but I just think with The Last of Us, that part two could have been a part three and it could have expanded on uh, Joel and Ellie's story and Tommy, who is the most nearly useless character like Joel's brother like what you pop up every now and again but for me part two should have been Joel's brother dying Joel Joel going on this revenge story for his brother and Ellie being there of course as well or that's where the conflict between them comes in you know should he or shouldn't he go on this revenge story for Tommy and then left everything about part two for part three
1: Maybe. Right. So, Richie, with that being said, in about, like, six years' time, when the new Last of Us comes out, <laughs> Last of Us Three, are you going to be playing it?
0: Nah, definitely. <laughs> like, definitely. There is zero doubt in my mind. I'll be buying it on opening day because I'm in by it. I may not. As I said, look, this is a very personal sort of opinion. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. And as I said, Naughty Dog set out to do everything they did, and I can only applaud them. It's, what they've done is incredible. I'm talking very personally, and I know I'm wrong, um, and I know they don't care, um, and more power to them, fair play, but the game itself is just exceptional. I just wanted the, the storyline. Want the
1: story to go differently.
0: I just wanted the storyline to go that little bit differently. And the thing is, though, is I am being harsh on it because of how good the first one was and because of the expectations I had for it. Because, as I said, if that exact same storyline was put in any other universe, I'd be like, wow, this is a masterpiece.
1: Mm. Interesting. How interesting, Richie Driss. You're like the first person I've spoken to who's played The Last of Us that didn't like it. With a legitimate reason. I mean, just because Twitter Twitter had reasons for not liking it, but they were just, let's not get into that. They were just stupid, boring, misogynistic ideas. But that's interesting. But I feel like the way that the game's made you feel, I feel like they've accomplished what they wanted to do. Because at the end of playing The Last of Us 2, I didn't feel like the the same sort of level of accomplishment as I felt like after I finished Spider-Man or like I will when I finished the new Spider-Man, where I'm like, yes, after I finished playing The Last of Us 2, I just sat down for 10 minutes, bruv. I think I, I slowly walked over to the kettle and made like a cup of tea with three sugars. I usually have no sugars, three sugars, and just sat there like shivering on the couch thinking, Abby, <laughs> what have you done to your life? <laughs> you get I me? Mean? It was mental, absolutely mental. You
0: know I, think I, I think I played like Crash Team Racing or Crash Bandicoot or Overcooked <laughs> or Moving Out, I, something that was really like worms, yeah, something that was yeah. no polar opposite. Yeah, because that game drained me differently.
1: It was rough. Even, even the scene with Ellie at the end, Ellie and Abby fighting, and you, they make, they make you fight. Like that's that's what I like about The Last of Us, or, or shall I say, about those kind of types of games where you feel like you have a choice, but really there's no choice. You are doing it their way, and when they make you make your characters do things that you don't want them to do, I think it's such an interesting way of making you immersed in a story but also feeling their level of helplessness as well because you you can't relate to a character's helplessness unless you have to do something you don't want to do or experience something you don't experience i think they're classic at doing that man
0: and that is why I, i love my films and i love my music but when gaming is at its very 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 best it draws you in and just wraps you up in its world like no other medium possibly could because you've got that control over the characters. And I'm not going to lie to you, when I first started taking control of Abby after she killed Joel, I just threw it to the zombies, to the stalkers. <laughs> I threw it to the stalkers, I put mines down and ran into them. I, yeah, I, I did nonsense <laughs> as well. because I could. <laughs>
1: you know what, if you, you know what, I think you're going to like the new Spider-Man and if you're going for the PS5, I think you're going to like it because they've actually got a lot of um, action sequences, uh, like the style of kind of push button action sequence and stuff like that is really, really interesting and, and they've, um, it's, a, it's a lighter story because it's Marvel in it and it's not a zombie apocalypse, but you might like that as well, man. I think it'll be a good laugh for you, man. So I, I look forward to hearing what you think of the PS5 as well, uh, especially the control pad. Um, that could be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, man. A big thing that we've spoken about here and that we haven't, we've discussed it more recently, obviously, and by the time this pods out, there'll be a lot more chat about it, is how the control pad, if utilized right by developers, could just change the world, man. Like change the game. Change the game.
0: So this is the haptic haptic feedback I've heard a lot about.
1: Yeah, haptic feedback and the L2 and R2, you get resistance, but the resistance can make it feel like you're pulling a trigger. It can make it feel like you're a spring it, it's real resistance like it's real resistance and the rumble it's like with the spider-man game a car drives past pumping music and the rumble kind of simulates the music but it's like a f- more fine rumble probably not as if i'm honest probably doesn't feel as smart as the nintendo switch joy cons like when you move those around in one of their demo games it feels like there's a there's ball bearings in them rolling around but it's it's, it's smarter. but yeah those those haptic L2 and R2s are going to be great. Um, probably wouldn't use them when you're playing things like Warzone and stuff because you just want the game stripped back. You don't want the controller doing anything other than what you want it to do. But um, yeah, moving forward, it's it's quite. I mean, it's quite a cool. It's quite a cool control but It feels good in your hands as well. I'm showing it to Richie now. He's, he's showing it. <laughs> he's seeing it. He's touching. He's clutching his chest. But it feels. It feels. If your hands are at home in a PS4 controller, they'll be at home in a PS5 controller as well, man. They're good. They're good. And you know, the thing is though, with controllers. Xbox could bounce back with another controller soon. Do you know what I mean? They've done it before because yeah. the Xbox X controller is very similar to the Elite version they brought out uh, for the Xbox One as well. So, yeah, man. Anyway, look, you have to get onto another show now. You're going to be on Mr. Midas's show Too Many Games, aren't you? I am. I what am are you talking about? Too. Throw to it and then we'll put a link to it in the show description.
0: Uh, I'll be talking about how I have got a ton of games to get through. And I have too many games, not enough time.
1: There we go. Not enough minutes in this one little life. This is Richie Driss on how to kill an hour. Not me. I'm pointing at him on a video. So this that is Richie Driss over there. And uh, if you fancy watching CBBC uh, with your kids or yourself, make sure you watch it. Richie's pretty good on there, man. He's a good geezer. And uh, he is it. Who, who you got? You've had two new additions to the team on there, haven't you recently?
0: Yeah, there's a whole four presenters. I'm not the now. new
1: boy anymore.
0: I am not the new boy anymore
1: deep in the game now yeah yeah, yeah.
0: No, no. i've been there 18 months now
1: all right cool all right yeah. wicked but where can we find you online anyway um so we can see more about what you're up to
0: right well i'm on instagram at richie driss uh yeah. all one word no t in richie because why uh, i'm also on twitter uh, on exactly the same handle however my twitter got hacked into so i've not been on twitter for like a week um, and as i speak the world has had one hell of a party in the last week um, and i've not been able to partake in any celebrations because twitter is the
1: best social media at the moment i just want to say it is popping on there have you not f- thought about making like a little side account That's just nice. to observe no?
0: <laughs> very very tempted you know very
1: yeah exciting. crack on do it do it let's have dritch dritchy wrists anyway there's plenty yeah. of ways to kill some time out there uh, thank you for killing some time with us we'll be back with an episode real soon